0: Hey guys and welcome to episode 326 of The Startup
1: Diary. I'm Harrison Murge and I'm with my co-host Adam Callow. Hey guys, thanks for joining us. If you're new here, this is where me and Harry jump on the mics and talk about what it's really like to build a startup business. We've gone through bootstrapping, seed funding and venture capital and we make mistakes and we're here to share those mistakes with you so you don't make them too. Harry, what's today's show about? Today is a bit of a different one, but I think is very uh, it, w-
0: it will be very interesting for the listeners. So essentially, I've got a goal of trying to increase, obviously, our listenership. But I think that because, so just to take a step back, with Expert Trades, we've got a large community of trades professionals using our platform. But we also have a Facebook group as well mm-hmm. that is growing every day. And we've found that a lot of people join the Facebook group that have no clue who Expert Trades is. And then they're exposed to the different sort of things that we do and we offer and things like that. And it's kind of just like a nice feedback loop of some people buy a service and join the group. Some people join the group, then buy a service and things like that. So I think my where my head was at was we can apply the same principle to the Startup Diary Club Yep, because we've seen the amazing interactions that the guys have had with each other in the groups at the meetups
1: and I obviously... The, yeah, the meetups come as like a byproduct to the group as well. Yeah,
0: no? and, and this obviously, we created the group to just coexist with the podcast so we can potentially talk about topics that we talk about on the show, in the group. Um, but I've found that the group is kind of becoming its own thing as well. Mm-hmm. And it seems like a no-brainer to maybe... We're obviously trying different things to get people to listen to the show. But I think one thing we should try and do is like flip it on its head and just try and get people into the group because the group itself isn't about the show really. It just happens to be this sort of side thing that accompanies the show. So I think that I want to try and increase numbers in our Facebook group and I would like to have a go because I've never done it before at doing Facebook ads.
1: Cool. I like where this is going.
0: So on that note, today for the listeners, a bit of context is this is probably going to be a bit more of a fly on the wall sort of listening experience because I'm going to be speaking to you asking mm-hmm. you questions because I, I have no clue about any of it so I need to ask you all the all the different questions obviously hopefully hopefully you'll ask me some questions <laughs> that have that make me think about things that I've not thought about
1: um, so yeah so it's you know really weird what? is i just like you can't see cuz under the desk i just crossed my legs i kind of just sat back in my chair and gone into full consulting <laughs> mode I didn't even think about it and i was like why have i just repositioned myself anyway yeah carry on it's mate. a
0: bit difficult because your mic is at a jaunty angle i as know well. i've already got a, i've already got a bad
1: neck and i'm just having to talk mm. slightly on the side like doing you know a dog looks at you and they turn their head like that's exactly how i'm looking at harry right now so we
0: i had a brief chat with you actually um prior to the show, a couple of days ago, saying, just mention this to you. Um, and obviously, rather than us just kind of hitting the ground, not running, just very slow and trying to brainstorm ideas, we've already got a bit of an idea. So the mm-hmm. kind of the the gist of the ads are going to be, uh, and I've reached out to people already, but we're going to get videos from people that are in the community. Yep. And it's like a super short 15, 20 seconds of, hey, I'm Harrison Mudge, I'm in the group, because, and I get this out of it you should join Mm -hmm. super simple super short shows different faces in the community and shows that it's real um so i'm getting the videos at the moment and that's where i'm at like i don't know sort of what i'm going to do with them yeah obviously how to run facebook ads and all that is a is a step further on because once we've got everything else
1: um where do i go what do i do from here (laughs) yeah i guess one thing to cover off is in our last conversation with you spoke about expert trades and I think the real benefit of having the community mm-hmm. um, is because we've got some amazing people within the community, people get to come in and experience what it's like to be part of that. And that yep. kind of makes them want to be go deeper. And that's what happens at expert trades. It's like, I'm not entirely sure what this is, but it looks like it's for trades professionals. Yep. So I'll join. And then they go in and they meet some great people and they get support and they get advice and they get good banter. Yep. And they go, okay, so what actually is this expert trait? Like the things that's like facilitating this group, like who are these people? What do they do? And then they just sort of like like through osmosis, they kind of see stuff going on in the group, like our website package, our office package, mm-hmm. and it sort of just educates people on what we do. And it feels like that's worked really well for us. So why should we reinvent the wheel Yep, and just do the same with the Startup Diary Club? because on its own, I think it drives loads of value for people. So we had a chat, you've ended up going out, getting these Facebook videos, and that kind of came off the fact of, we want to build the Facebook group, or you want to build the Facebook group. Um, But when someone sees that in the newsfeed, you've got to imagine what that looks like. If it was just a, hey, join this, like, podcast group slash like community of entrepreneurs like it just looks dead spammy because i've been in loads of these groups before and it's kind of like oh they just end up being self-promotional dickheads mm. in there that are just trying to get you to become their affiliate marketing partner or like do something like it's just mental um so we went down the idea of trying to personalize a group and bring some personality from the group forward yep uh, and there's lots of different mechanisms to run facebook ads so for you we went through sort of like really high level so you've got like single image ads which is just like the image in the news feed that you see Um, and then you've got video ads and just the way the facebook algorithm works right now like video just overperforms it just naturally does so if you take about something like eight years it just used to be status updates and people used to read them and then you could add photos and then people wouldn't read status updates they'd just look at photos because that was more visual and appealing in the newsfeed. and now all of a sudden you've got videos and then pushing it one step further you've got live stream is this is the stuff that facebook distributes quicker because it's what holds people on the platform longer so video ads just tend to over index so one i think that's the right move
0: so do you think um that we don't touch images
1: then would we'll you stick to the videos for now so I'm, I'm never black and white with stuff like this and i don't want to sound like i'm ducking the question um but i'm a big believer in testing i think what you'll do by running the video ads is have a have, have what we call the baseline mm-hmm. so you'll know how much does it cost to get that video seen and viewed by someone and then how many people click it so you can actually work out what's the cost per acquisition the cpa of getting someone into the facebook group um, through that video ad. I'd probably use that as the baseline and then run different style ads against it. And there's, this is like A-B testing. So if you get that baseline, and you find out it costs you a dollar to get someone into the group. And then you can potentially run some single image ads or some carousel ads with mm. just images over videos and then just see how they compare.
0: Yeah, because obviously just thinking ahead, there's all sorts of variables in the ad. It could be It could be the video or image or it could be the
1: copy as well. Um, yeah, or, or a big one is the audience, like who here. you choose to target um, through your ads. I mean, we've just done something with the Pure Scooters thing. Um, yeah. And the only reason that's kind of gone off the way it has is I think those those pillars, like the copy, the image, mm. the call to action, and the audience, um, they just seem to resonate. And that's the difference. Like you can have the best image and ad in the world, but if you're not running it to the right people, it's just going to fall flat. And that's where you see the real big difference in the 10 pence per email to the five pound per email when you're trying to collect email addresses, like that's the stuff that makes the difference. Cool. I'm just making a note of... um, Yeah, I thought you were. So I I slowed my talking down. So I'm like, this is actually like a fly on the wall conversation for (laughs) listeners because you are actually, you are actually doing the work right now.
0: This is what it's like when Harry works. (laughs) Um, So I guess, um, do I need to just like make multiple copies that I should try? Should should I A B test from the word go, or is my A B testing the same copy but with the different videos for now?
1: Yeah, great question. So, um, so the funnel that we're working to that we spoke about previously is um, you're running carousel video ads. Um, which I don't think is probably available across everywhere on the platform. It's one of these new features. A carousel ad for someone um, someone is listening is, um, you know, those ads that are sort of, they look like a square. Uh, they have their own copy underneath each image and you can scroll through the ads. They're carousel ads. And I don't know if you know this, but what Facebook does is some, something really interesting. So you can put all those ads in as if they're like single ads they'll show up on a carousel to scroll through. Mm-hmm. The one that gets the highest click through rate, it will actually move to the front for you automatically. As in so let's just say over Yeah, then. you've shown me some of the images, uh, the videos. So let's just say you've got like Alison Couples and you've got Stephen May, okay? And let's just say you're about to cause a rift. <laughs> <laughs> and let's just say that everyone resonates with Alison Couples' video, but that's the third one in the in the in the scroll. Yep. So people are flicking through and they go, "Oh, Alison," and they watch it and listen, and what you'll probably tend to find is if you're running the ads to female entrepreneurs, like they'll probably more resonate with Alison. Mm-hmm. Uh, so what you'll find is on that test is that ad will actually get moved to the front when it's been ran and positioned against female entrepreneurs. But Facebook does all that for you. That's cool. So what I'd do is ha- I'd have the five videos that you're gonna collect and put them all into one advert, yep, one ad set, should I say, to use Facebook technology correctly. Um, but then what I'd have is uh, duplicate that ad to two different audiences, and that's what I'd wanna test. Um, so you need to try and work out like, who do you think the audiences are? And what that will give you is a, the indication of the first A-B testing. So the idea of the A-B testing is to always run multiple ad sets with a relatively low amount of money. And depending on who you're trying to contact and target, depends on that money, but you can find out relatively cheap. you sort of spending like 10, 20 quid per an ad set over the space of like four days, and you'll have an understanding of which one performs best.
0: How how do i choose or how do i create my audience because i know because i know obviously if you've got an audience list or an email list or something you can like run target, you can target those people or look alike audiences or this stuff yep. but we uh, can can we use the people that are already in the group and is that is that what we're going to do we're going to create a look alike from the people that are in the group already
1: no so uh, i on so actually I'm I'm sort of hesitating here because only recently you can actually target certain Facebook groups, but you can't. So what you're talking about is you can take an email address list and upload it. uh, And then like create a target list off those people or create a lookalike list to say, here's a thousand of my customers, upload these people, find me a hundred thousand people or a million people that look like these people and run adverts to them. We can't do that using the people within the Facebook group. So what you've got to do is work out, like if you went through the group, what are the common traits of these people? And then you've got to do just generic interest targeting to start with. Having said that, as we're done like the pure scooter emails, we've already got like 415 emails through that campaign. Um, and I can touch on that if you want to, just let me know. Uh, but through that, because the targeting has been right, we've got the email addresses. Depending on how those people convert for us into listeners, you might want to take that list and upload it as mm-hmm. a custom list. Do you know what I mean? Like,
0: Yeah, I mean, you ran a competition, so I imagine that's not specifically targeted to the t- necessarily the audience that we're looking
1: for like anyone's going to enter a competition really so anyone will enter it but if you think about what you're doing with the Facebook targeting is you're restricting certain people from seeing it so even though we wanted everyone to take part we the end goal of, I'll, I'll get people up to speed so Pure Scooters uh, sponsor of Startup Stories uh, you'll probably hear Startup Stories on an upcoming Saturday um, which is our other podcast where I interview people and um, We've got a sponsor on that called Pure, who do uh, sorry, Pure Scooters, who do electric scooters. And we are doing a giveaway of a couple of scooters, and we wanted to run some Facebook ads to increase the awareness of this competition. But the reason we're increasing the awareness of the competition, one, we want to do a good job for Pure Scooters as a sponsor, but on the flip side of it is we want to use it as an opportunity to get people aware of the show and mm-hmm. collect email addresses. So we send them to pure.nbs.fm, which is an email capture. Yep. So what we did, and we talk about the pillars of making a Facebook ad is like, you, you remember, what did we do on that morning? We got the scooters out yep. and we were just like- Did a little mini photo shoot. Mini photo shoot, there was some with me, some with you, <laughs> some with both of us. And some of them were just awkward. <laughs> I didn't make the cut. <laughs> uh, but we, we found an image that we thought would work well, that well positioned the brand, uh, had a clear sort of uh, direction of where to, like we, I was pointing to the brand, but it also points down towards the CTA button. So it's like very visual. Uh, and then we had some good ad copy uh, which was sort of like win one of two electric scooters, and then it tells you how, and then it tells you to. Act. So rather than just having the call to action at the bottom, it says enter now. Mm. And we had, so Facebook does something called Dynamic Ad Creative now, which is pretty cool. Um, so we're at, I'm not going to try and go too geeky on it, but what it allows you to do is upload multiple headlines and multiple descriptions wow. into one advert. So this was a single image, but normally what you'd have to do is duplicate the image and then create your own A B test. So change the copy, mm. change the description but you can add five headlines and five descriptions into one advert and it'll automatically test those for you. That's
0: cool. Uh, So So, so it does a a lot of the hard work for you then now? Facebook
1: Facebook wants to do all the hard work Mm -hmm. for you because it wants you to keep spending on the platform. So just looking at the results now, uh, and to be honest, these are, I've already told you, like um, (laughs) one one of my friends- Not typical. Yeah, one of my friends (laughs) has got, uh, the way I describe it to age just is one of my friends has got tickets to Manu and it's sort of like this, it's not a box, but it's like this, like, Pretty cool area, a meal, and all this stuff. It was the first ever football match I've gone and watched the whole thing. And I went there, and he was like, "You've been absolutely sport." This is the first. Like when you go to a football match in the future, it's nothing like this. It's the same thing here. Like when Harry runs, <laughs> when you run your Facebook ads, it's not gonna be anything like this. But so far, we've we spent thirty-four pound ninety-six, uh, and we've generated three hundred and sixty-five emails off the back of it, which are full completion of emails. And out of that, 70% of people have opted in to not just take part in the competition, but join our email list about our podcast. So for our funnel now, we're trying to work out how we get people from Facebook into an email database that we can email about new shows. So our strategy is we release the show on a Monday and we're going to wait to somewhere like a Thursday, which is like the slump of the week for the show. And then we're going to email this list to say, hey, we've got a new episode and see how much it spikes the listenership. Because we've got this baseline, which we come back to all the time when it comes through all the advertising that we do, we can see actually 260 people re or 400 people re and we've got an extra 300 listeners, this was effective mm. for us. Um, so that was the, and the reason behind this, I think it worked well. Even though it's a competition, um, we still targeted the relevant people that we'd want to listen to the show, because that's sort of what we've got in mind at the end goal. We could have kept this very generic and just ran it to people that we know would have just liked a scooter. Um, But that wasn't my goal here. My goal was to get it in front of people that are entrepreneurial, that would listen to the podcast, small business owners. And you can do that through interest targeting. So you're either going to find a page that people like. Mm -hmm. So for me, uh, if you type in someone like Pat Flynn, who's a podcaster, um, if we're looking at Gary Vaynerchuk, like the, the, The influencers in the business space, Um, Tony Robbins, these people that have large followings, um, you can target these people's pages. So what I did is I did that. And then I went to job titles, um, which was like founder and CEO, uh, and then people that are interested in small business. And for us, we only really, two parts, people that highly resonate with the show tend to be from the UK, Um, Obviously we have listeners from all over the world, but the people that tend to more engage with it, want to be part of the community, want to come to the meetups, send the emails in, tend to be people from the UK. So then I restricted everything to just a UK audience um, and then ran the ads against those people. Also Pure Scooters is not going to deliver to someone in America. So I needed to make sure that people taking part in the competition were UK based. Um, But that's just an example. And I'm just looking at the data now. Um, So for us, we ran it against Oh, yeah. And this is something that Sarah picked me up on actually. This is really interesting. So, when I, I was running these ads at home on the screen, and Sarah was like interested in Facebook ads and having a look over my shoulder, and she was like, Why are you running it just to men? And I was like, She was like, That's sexist. Like, women can like scooters too. Mm. So, has you actively selected male only? Though? I selected male okay. only um, for these ads. And Sarah so was like, That's sexist. There's no such thing as sexism when it comes to advertising. Like you have a limited amount of money to spend. You have to spend it where it makes sense. And if you had to list of a number of like 10 personas of who is more likely to go and buy an electric scooter, my assumption, and I might not be right, is majority of those people are gonna be men because the people that have mainly stopped and spoken to me, and this is how you use your real world experience like i've been on my scooter a lot the only people that have asked me questions about it and it might be because a woman doesn't want to come up to me and start asking me questions about a scooter fine um <laughs> i'd be like a, a weird, weirdo, <laughs> weird chat line um but the only people that have asked me questions or commented or dm me about the scooter have been men so it's but, not sexist because you have to choose where you spend your money so i basically said it's anyone from 22 to 37 years old is the range that I put that 15 year window and this is all guesswork right now and this is how you get your baseline but what what saving did you make by selecting men only don't know yet the only way I could test this is if I flipped it on its complete head and said only run it to women and then see what's the cost per click then how much is an email and how many of those go and listen to the show I could run the exact same test again and see if I'm right. And that's the great thing about Facebook ads. Why wouldn't you have just included the women as well? Because my gut assumption is this is going to resonate more with men. We have a limited budget that we're spending, so I'm going to spend my money where I think it's best spent. So if, it's, if it potentially is going to get wasted on
0: on female targeting, then yep. it's costing. Yeah, and it's not
1: necessarily <laughs> wasted. And the way to think about it is if I'm, if I'm getting an email address from a, targeted male that I'm running the advert to and it's cost me 12 pence for the email and I'm getting it for 25p for a female it's double the cost and right now all I care about is getting email addresses and testing that so you have to be really specific on who you're trying to target and the truth of the matter is, is I love the shift that's taking place but entrepreneurship and like the world that we live in if you just look at the dynamic of our Facebook group it's majority men I want more women in there women founders are the best like Honestly, uh, it's something that I'm super keen to keep supporting. But if you just if you're running Facebook ads, you have to pick your battles carefully. Um, so I actually explained it to Sarah, and she was like, "Okay, makes sense." Um, because like I was like, "Sarah, do you want an electric scooter?" She was like, "No." I'm like, "Case closed." <laughs> <laughs> but we, we ran it. We, we ran it to the people that we think it's going to most resonate with. Okay, so. So kind of,
0: so just a question on the copy again. Yep. Um, is that just a case of trial and error? Try and mix it up and use the five options that you've got on the Facebook ads. Just try and create some enticing copy. Yeah. So there's not like a, not necessarily a skill. Not obviously you're gonna put key points like and try and sell it, but there's no like art to talking
1: or speaking in copy. So I think if there's a yeah I think there's a hundred percent a skill with writing good copy, but I think everyone has to learn the voice of their customers mm. to do that well. So how I write ad ad copy for expert trades is very different to how I will write ad copy for the Startup Diary Facebook ads because you're speaking to a different customer. So over time, you need to like just understand how to write good copy, which is create the intrigue, give the information, give a call to action. Like that's, and down to the point, there's a guy who runs Facebook ads about running Facebook ads um, and, like he uses an emoji at the front and he I watched a, like a 20-minute video of his. It's an emoji at the front and it says attention entrepreneurs or attention startup owner or something like that. And it's got like the alarm bell emoji at the front and back. Mm-hmm. And he said he's reduced his CPA by 30% just by adding that headline at the top. So the only thing he changed was put attention at the top, like attention, let's say running an ad for um so well let's let's plumber. use
0: let's use the group though if if we go if you were to use that same technique would it be a te- attention entrepreneurs or
1: yeah it will be attention dot dot calling all entrepreneurs like something like that, because it's something that someone can self-identify with very quickly in the Facebook copy and go, okay, this is for me. And then what you are basically whenever you write ad copy, there's one very simple goal that everyone needs to remember is every line, the objective of every line in your ad copy is to make them want to read the next line, nothing else. Which means the last line of what you do should make them want to click your call to action button. Like every sentence should be structured to make them want to or need to read the next sentence. So that's the sort of stuff that you could do at the top.
0: Call to action. Yep. Um, I assume we can point people to a group because otherwise this whole ad thing's a waste of time?
1: Yes and no. Like we, is, so it, fa- is it face- just an external link that's technically going to link them back to Facebook? So Facebook is Facebook always changes, uh, just literally always, um, in terms of what you can do, what you can't do, and how it, how it operates. Mm-hmm. So this is why I like... Being good at Facebook ads isn't a case of learn it once and then you're done. Like you have to just like be a practitioner. Be on it. Um, so we've gone through experiences where we can put the Facebook group link into an ad, and sometimes it depends on the type of ad that you're running. Like it's crazy. Like sometimes we run an image ad or a v- video ad, and we could use our Facebook group link for one and not the other. But we just use a workaround for it. So like we'll send them into, t- and you can't use a Bitly link because it knows that it, you actually just basically redirecting that to the Facebook group. So if it says, no, no, sorry, it will say something like, you cannot use Facebook as a destination for this ad is the copy that it will say. Okay. So then at that point, what you have to do is go and create type form. And for people listening, it's just a form software. There's a free version. So you create a type form, which is, hey, are you here to join the Startup Diary Facebook Club? And they hit yes, and it just redirects them to Facebook. So it takes them to a link. They hit yes. It adds an extra click, which isn't ideal, um, but it gets you around that. You could, at that point, actually collect an email address. So, if you, if you wanted to do this for the group, what I'd probably do is look at, send them into type form. And it's like, hey, this group is, use it as like a validation, like red tape, uh, which is always, it actually sounds counterintuitive, but it actually helps increase results and in engagement. So, hey, just so you know, this is only for these types of people. Um, what stage are you at? So it might be like, I'm, an, uh, I'm in a job wanting to leave it. Uh, I have a small business, I have a business on the side, or I'm not interested in entrepreneurship. Stupid word anyway. (laughs) Uh, And then that last one might say, hey, this isn't for you, but those other three then go, great, this is the group for you, click here to join. And they're sort of like pre-validated themselves for when they go into the group. Or you could say, great, they click, and then depends on how many times you want to run this ad and how many times you want to test this funnel, you might go into and say, by the way, we've got this podcast called The Startup Diary, are you interested in getting a link sent to you so you can tune in every week to our episodes and hear about our journey? Click yes, put your email address in or hit no and then just go straight into the group. Like you've got to work out what the funnel looks like for this because the Facebook ad is there to get the attention, the CTA, like you've said, get them to somewhere. That's part of the funnel. That's like step A. Step B is actually I'm getting 50 people a day click through. What's the best thing I can do with these 50 people? Because I
0: was just thinking I was just going to have a button that said join group because mm-hmm. it's like on the Facebook platform and they want to like they would allow that.
1: Yeah, but, group groups. The thing is I've, I haven't i have tested it myself personally um, probably in the last two months. My gut feeling is with all the move to groups and people have seen like groups become so like relevant in mm-hmm. the news feed and, and the tabs at the bottom. Like I assume right now you could do it. it would be interesting to feedback on actually once you've done I the think,
0: ads. So let me just make a note to give that a try and if not then... If if we can't, it will be to a type form mm-hmm. where the main purpose is still to just pre-qualify them and then push them into the group on that, actually. So if we're going to do a type form where they, it's like, where you at? Are you an entrepreneur or whatever? Mm-hmm. And we're going to end with join the group and potentially capture their email if they want to give it. Um, and they opt in, compliant with GDPR. Um <laughs> When they try and join the group, they're still going to be met with those questions? Yes. Okay. But this is, this is why... Does this when Big H
1: steps up and starts allowing people in. Yeah, you're going to have to. <laughs> Sorry, Alison. <laughs> no, because uh, this is where your ad copy... Your ad copy isn't just for the ad. So as you walk people through that Typeform, technically before they join, they're still in your sales funnel, sales and marketing funnel. Mm -hmm. So what I'd have is at the end of that, that end slate in Typeform, and if anyone wants to do Typeform, go to typeform.com, it's just survey software. Um, At that end slate, that thank you page, as they call it, they'll be like, hey, great news. This is the group for you. Hit the button below and you're gonna be asked two simple questions. Make sure you answer them and a member of our team will allow you into the group don't forget here's the rules make sure you participate so you can preempt them with that if they've got to that stage and they hit continue and you haven't warmed them up to what's going to come next um, they might they might bounce they might click off uh, but get them to read it and say continue so when they're met with those two questions they're expecting it okay okay um, just running through
0: my notes video audience call to actions dry the copy is it Anything that I've not asked that you feel I need to be aware of right now, because I feel like the next step now is obviously once once I get the videos in, is kind of just to create them. Mm-hmm. Obviously, you need to do the type form, um, and then just create the ads and pretty much just set go. Mm-hmm. Is it? There's nothing else that I need to have ready before i make the ads
1: yeah you need to get your head around how the ad structures work and it's really hard to probably communicate on a podcast because it's like visually it's really easy Mm. so you have a campaign and then within the campaign you have ad groups Um, so an ad group might be uh, you're doing a carousel ad with all the videos or you're having a single image ad but they all fall under the same objective of get people into the facebook group And then underneath those ad groups, you have ad sets. And that's where, so if you imagine like a hierarchy or a tree, the top is like the the campaign objective, Mm -hmm. get people into the Facebook group. The ad groups are the different ads that you're running to do that. So that might be video, like awareness campaigning, whatever the the ad groups you've got are running are. And then underneath that, you've got the advert sets. So you might have the same advert, but running against men and women separately. So you can AB test that. So that would be an ad set within an ad group. So you need to get your head around that structure. Uh, And I'd probably Mm -hmm. say for, for, I know we're flying the wall right now, but for people listening is, um, if you just Google like Facebook advert structure, you'll see a nice visual image of a hierarchy of how it looks. That's what you need to get your head around. Um, Secondly is uh, budget and placement. Uh, So, Work out the budget that you want to spend. Um, You have to let your ads run for a minimum of four days. What's a typical budget to just... To be honest, mate... Obviously, it's as much as you want to throw at it, but... I actually think of it the opposite way. Would you want to It's as little as you can spend to test the results. So, like, we ran an... The same thing we've done on Facebook. We ran an Instagram ad for six days or five Mm days. Um, And... We've, we spent 20 pounds on it across five days so four pounds a day uh, and the likes have gone through the roof like the images have got like 600 likes but when you click in and you find out only seven people have clicked through to, yeah. the, to the lead form it's really badly converting compared to the baseline that we've established on Facebook before I might have gone oh okay three pound an email address uh, it's very expensive but it's not the end of the world whereas if you compare that to the Facebook ads it's 10 pence or 11 pence an email address right now and you go actually there's the baseline kill the Instagram ads let's just run more on Facebook So you want to run it as cheaply as possible. Advice to you is probably, I don't know, spend $10 a day for four days. And if you want to do some ad sets, spend $5 a day on two different ad sets and you'll get enough of an understanding of... Sorry, what was that? $10 a day? So if you imagine your ad group, which is like your carousel ad with Mm -hmm. all the ads, and then you go, actually, I'm going to run this to entrepreneurs uh, aged 20 to 32. And then you might go, and the second ad group is the same, everything targeted the same, but 33 to 50, and then run those two at the same time. You could spend $5 a day on one, $5 a day on the other, and then let them run for four days, and then look at the numbers. What you're looking at is what what how much does it cost per view? How much does it cost per click? And then what you'd do is you'd have two separate type forms to know exactly how much it costs to get people through that form. So then you've got the whole funnel. You've got view, video views, clicks, and then through the type form. And then you can just very easily put on a spreadsheet, which advert group, sorry, which ad set perform better. And then it's your choice. Is one of them close enough that you keep them both running? Do you kill the 20 to 32 because we really resonated with 33 to 50 year olds? and then take that as your baseline and say, cool, that's my baseline now. I'm gonna split that down again. And so I'm gonna keep the people the same, but I'm gonna change the copy. And then see, if I change the copy, how much can I get the views down to? How much can I get the clicks down to? And you just continue running through this cycle. The key thing is, is you have to set yourself a budget and you have to set yourself an end date. Because what I've seen people do is they just hit go, Mm. $10 a day, and it just runs indefinitely until you stop it, or until you've got the money in your account, until you realize you've got a bill coming from Facebook.
0: <laughs> um, So, okay, that makes sense. So just to go back to, for a second, the structure of campaign, group and sets. Yep. I just made a note um, that, hold on, let me confirm. Yeah, so sets is the variance in the ads. So image, copy, video, and, and the different ways you yes. trying to attract the attention. But the group is where you Consider the targeting. Yes. Cool. Cool. Just so that's clear in my head.
1: Uh, well, that, yes. I think that was. Yes. You, yeah. It, that, that's how. That's how I run it, and that's how I, you should run it. As in, objective at the top, which is clicks through. Mm-hmm. The groups are the how I group it is the groups of adverts that you're running. So I'll have some image adverts. I'll have some video adverts. I'll have some canvas adverts. I'll have some carousel Sorry, adverts. So is this in the groups? In the process? groups. How this is how I differentiate those. Um, you can go down to, actually, I've done it both ways. You can go down to audience splitting then where you keep all the adverts the same and you just split out the audiences. It, it's up to you how you split them out, but you have to make sure that all the A-B testing, the differential stuff mm. takes place on the advert set level. Because if I'm if I'm running an advert, let's just say we've done some stuff for expert trades um, and I'm trying to run it against so, if my objective is run it against all trades professionals on Facebook, this is where it gets a little bit complicated. If I run it against all trades professionals on Facebook, then my ad groups will be plumbers, electricians, carpenters, roofers, yep. and then the ad sets below that will be uh, different images or different videos, different copy, different text, different pictures against all roofers. Yep. Mm-hmm. However, if my objective at the top is run adverts on Facebook to all plumbers, yep my ad groups might be image ads against plumbers video ads against plumbers okay. and then below that changing copy that's how i structure it rightly so, or wrongly but it works for us as a team but i
0: guess i guess that also then depends on what you're actually trying to um it depends on how grand the the campaign exactly. is. it's like if, it, if you're trying to hit all trades professionals then it makes sense to tear it down to trade groups but if you're only trying to
1: hit a single trade group then you fill that down yeah exactly that so it depends on your objective will depend on how you structure the rest of your campaign groups and sets and if someone someone listening might have a better way of uh, one explaining it or two doing it but that's how i do it because what it allows me to do is very easily click into facebook ads manager and just see apples for apples which of my groups mm. is Comp- like comparing so if I'm doing Facebook ads for verified which is all tradespeople, people I can just quickly see oh okay the the people that I'm targeting who are screw fix fans I just no no good NICIC see I see no good Gas Ever register winning and I can just quickly turn them off mm. and then just carry on like it just uh, saves a lot of time on the reporting side of things
0: um, and then there was one thing I was good, that was it so so obviously when I'm doing it there's a lot of duplication and things like that can you duplicate these
1: ads yes but you have to manually okay, no, cool. no you can duplicate the ads so facebook ads manager select the ad there'll be a tip box on the left hand side and then you should have an option it'll either looks like a duplicate you know the two little like files so each other. It, yeah. yeah or, or click on more and it will say duplicate cool. nice and easy just so you're not messing up like you think you duplicate something yep. but in actual fact you've tweaked it slightly each time cool. but on that is when you're creating an audience as well let's just say you find an audience that you want to use mm-hmm. so you have to create the audience but then save the audience so what we do is we let's just say you're running it against people like Tony Robbins Gary Vaynerchuk Pat Flynn Pat Flynn's good because he's got his own podcast mm-hmm. he tends to be a podcast listeners um and then on and then you might say oh they're our interest targeting group then save that as like entrepreneur interest targeting and then in a word document somewhere list out the people you have mm-hmm. put in that group and then you might have one that's a job title targeting and you go actually I want founders people that identify as like running a small business, these people, and then you put that in as a job title and you can just name it. So then when you're running ads in the future and you go, actually, uh, uh, young entrepreneurs um, list, which on your sheet is like 20 to 29 or 20 to 32 year olds who like Gary Vee, Tony Robbins and Pat Flynn, you can just go in and click young entrepreneurs, but know who you've targeted for that group and then run new ads against them. Super important that you stay on top of mm-hmm. who you're adding to these custom audiences because how you win or lose in this is data. Like, yes, you've got to make the creative good, but once you've run the ads, you have to just keep yeah. doing it because that's how, you, that's how you kind of squeeze the lemon. It's establish a baseline uh, and then keep tweaking things. Find the things that win. It's the things that we're really bad at, at expert trades. It's the things that work <laughs> really well for us, we just tend to like re- renew, like trying something fresh every time. Whereas you're getting better now putting building blocks together. That's what Facebook ads is. Find a baseline. That's the building block. And then start tweaking things. So when you find something else that works, just keep layering it on top of each other until you kind of really zoom in to the point that you found the best value you can. Mm. And then what will happen is that will become saturated because you've run that ad to that audience and you'll see something called frequency, which is the number of times your audience has seen the ad. We advise making sure they've seen it three, four, five times before you think, actually, this is not a winner. So in the in the ads okay. manager, you'll see something called frequency. And yep. that's the number of times someone has been exposed to your advert.
0: So when, you, when you're running these ads, should should you be monitoring it throughout the the run of the campaign? It comes
1: down to time. I don't, personally. Um, just down to time. What I'd rather do is say, actually like a scientist like the experiment that I'm running is how many how many views do I get for $20 over four days Mm. so I do everything I can to make it as successful as possible up front I click go and I forget I make sure I put my end date on and then I put a time in my calendar to go in and review it. Mm. And go, actually, what's the next thing that I want to do now? Otherwise yeah. you'll spend all your time in Facebook ads manager and you'll turn stuff off too early is what I've done in yeah. the past. Whereas you have to give it four days.
0: Yeah, that when when you were saying about sort of the impressions on the, on someone multiple times, mm-hmm. that's that's where my head went with that. You wouldn't want to turn it off. If, it, if, if someone needs to see it three times before they click it, yeah you wouldn't want to turn it off at two impressions think, oh, no one's one's responding to this just because they've not clicked it once.
1: Yeah, and on that, we won't have the budget to run it to people so they see it three, four, five times. It's a number to be aware of as you try and scale this up because when you're looking at audience size, if you make it too niche, like too small, and there's like a I don't know it's like a uh, what's the it's like it looks like a speedo basically where it's like ready the side and green in the middle mm. so if you go too small it's gonna charge you more because actually Facebook's saying that hey, you're trying to target too small of a number of people you're gonna you're gonna pay a premium to do this because there's not many people for us to put this ad in front of and then if it's too broad Facebook goes no no no, you need to be more specific Mm. because this is just scattershot you're not going to get results it actually penalizes you for that as well so there's this this middle ground in the green so you should be looking to get this advert in front of anywhere from (laughs) Fifty thousand to half a million people would be my target. I'd probably say, actually, given the sweets, given the audience and the entrepreneurship, I'd probably say about two hundred thousand would be about the target people that you're running this to. How would I? How do you know? It tells you that sort of number. Yeah, it tells you esti- okay. Oh, in terms of people listening, um, it tells you your estimated audience size um, as you build the ad out. So as as you so add more interests, it will narrow and okay. expand. So, so if so- if you just, for example, put entrepreneurship,
0: it will just go. Poof, yeah, 2 million exactly. and then when you add something else it's like pff, million and a
1: half uh, no <laughs> <laughs> god damn it <laughs> so because when you add entrepreneurship and then you let's just say entrepreneurship has got 2 million and then you add Gary Vaynerchuk it's got half a million it, unique people obviously there'll be an overlap but that will go to two and a half million whereas if you click narrow down it says and if you go entrepreneurship and Gary Vaynerchuk yeah, it okay. goes oh okay there's these 400,000 people that match both these things and that's where you zoom in like for yeah a,
0: sorry, that, that that's what that's what I meant. yeah yeah it's yeah. like like intercom when you're filtering through exactly that yeah stuff.
1: so it's like narrow down or ex, you can exclude certain audience mm-hmm. types um, and then for people listening in terms of what audience size you should be running at it all depends on your product and how niche it is. Sometimes for us, we've had to run it at extremely niche audiences because that's who we're targeting um, and you just pay more for it. Mm-hmm. Um, but you just got to check your results. Like, is it worth the cost, basically? Yeah,
0: I suppose if, you, if you're confident about the product that you're trying to push that is, is like, look, I think this very small audience will find value in it. I guess you just got to get it out of there. Yeah, 100%. Um, cool. So we've ran on for quite a bit there. I think... Um, How long are we um, going for? It's about forty minutes or so. Oh wow. Um so
1: I think <laughs> I think anymore and <laughs> my my brain's gonna start dripping out of my ear. But if I just go back um, into me wrapping this up for you, like yeah. what's your next stages? What are you about to do next? Um so I'm cr- And when are you doing it? I'm currently
0: gathering the videos. Yep. Um I should have a total of six, I think. Um so I'll chase those up. Some people said they get them to me sort of halfway through the week. I'll make sure I've got those and once I've got them all, I'll create the ads and I guess it's just a case of building because
1: I need to build the type form as well. So I just need to build it. Is from my understanding the next step. But can you, I'm not sure when you plan on doing this, but are you able to sort of like, I don't know, mic up and like screen record and just like muddle your way through it? I envision
0: having um, questions throughout this process. So what I might do is I'll speak to you and tell you like I'm gonna I'm gonna do this tonight. Yep. Um, be by your phone and we'll just WhatsApp. Sounds good. And then we can take it from there because then I can pull that audio. It's like Adam, I've got something and I'm I'm, I'm paying hundred dollars. I've emptied
1: the account. Yeah, make sure you uh, make sure you're on top of that. Get but, the that, get but, the amex out. <laughs> budget caps, super um, important. Um, yeah, crazy. cool. Uh, and then. I guess to try and drive some more value back to the listeners, what's the thing that you're going to report back on? Because um, obviously they, they won't care how much it costs to get someone into the direct club but they will care the process that you're going through and then how you, how you document and share it.
0: Yeah, um, I don't think people will want to see me make it, make the ads and stuff like that I, and I potentially don't want to have a record that very just long mouse, slow post like, uh, <laughs> waiting something. for me to pick up on WhatsApp Adam <laughs> um, help so I think I think what I'll do is because there's some things that we've spoke about that aren't that haven't been decided yet so who I'm targeting and things like that mm-hmm. so I think going through um like the audience decisions are made because maybe, because maybe there'll be people in the group that go, "Why didn't you say? Why didn't you choose this interest, or why
1: did you choose that interest?" Yep. So I think going through audiences. Um but on that note, there's because you've already got an established community that you could speak to. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't want to keep. I don't wanna make this any longer than it needs to be, but this <laughs> is super important. If you're in that position, you could literally go into the Facebook group and say, "Hey guys, looking to front some Facebook ads of people that will." benefit from being in this group can you please tell me which pages on facebook you like and follow do you know what i mean like you because uh, you'll then you true. then might get a critical mass of the people that was something i was going to ask you actually um i like
0: all sorts of pages on facebook mm-hmm. i don't even know what i like on facebook anymore um obviously there is some value in what people like but like how accurate is the stuff that people like because there's obviously I remember back in the day when Facebook was like oh like this page
1: which is sleeping with your leg off out the bed or some (laughs) shit Super, super simple answer to this to cut it short is Facebook wants your advert to do well, simple as that. Mm-hmm. So if someone likes entrepreneurship, sleeping with your leg outside of the bed, also likes Screwfix, also likes John Lewis, also likes Pokemon, like, and they like all these things, it's going to find the people that most engage mm-hmm. with okay. the theme of entrepreneurship throughout their page. And it will run the advert to those people. It will do that heavy lifting for you. It wants to, pr- don't be, people address Facebook and like with a lot of cynicism. It wants you to be successful because it wants you to keep spending money with mm. it. So that's why I say don't run an advert for less than four days because Facebook guideline is, they will do all the testing for you in the first four days and you'll get to the baseline after four days. That's what they've, they've said. That's why it cool. says, let it let us do this for four days and we're going to find what these results should look like long term if you scale these things up. Cool.
0: Um, yeah, so I might pop something into the group then just to see um, whether it's like the people they follow or things like that so I can I can chase that up um, beyond
1: that when are you doing this by uh, your that right that now is, is getting those question. videos in. I understand that
0: yeah I mean I would like to have them sort of going or about to run next week yep which will be the week that people are listening to this um, so yeah so yeah, sort I might, I might even do it over a weekend potentially, and then we can mic up or something. I don't know. Yeah, Some, sounds good. Something I'll like think, that. Something we I'll can get about. together. But yeah, <laughs> then I could just have over <laughs> my like Adam take the mouse. I'm I'm ruined. <laughs> uh, cool. Uh, sweet. Yeah. So I'll just report back on. Filters well, and, and resources, and, yeah, and how much of a headache it was.
1: Yeah, what what things that we did, that we thought we covered here that you didn't, you weren't clear on. Um, yeah, that's the stuff that we need to dig into. And and then for me, just to wrap this up, is addressing the audience is if flannel conversations. I if these are interesting, let us know, guys. This is a bit more tactical, um, and it wouldn't just be me and Harry. Like an example being like we've got a couple of meetings today with the team, and there's opportunities for us to. Mm. Literally mic or put a mic in the middle of the table when we're having some of our team meetings around certain topics. If they're interesting, let us know. Um, So make sure you comment in the Facebook group. If you're not part of the Facebook group, super simple. Click the ad. (laughs) Don't click the ad. It's going to cost Harry money. Uh, Just head over to Facebook and type in Startup Diary Club. Uh, and join us there. We've got nearly 200 people in there. Amazing community. Uh, and something that we're looking to build independently from the show because it's just this whole value engine um, for people in there. Like, it's just helpful. Uh, people are really benefiting from it.
0: So we would normally now, well, we would have been in a break and been back and done a list of questions and then gone into what we're into. But obviously we've kind of ran on a bit today. Um, and this is the only thing I'm sort of looking at right now because even now my brain is melting. Um, so I'm thinking that, we saved this. People know what I'm into. We'll come back to this next week, hopefully. Mm-hmm. Um I think maybe we should wrap this up. Sounds like a plan. Cool. Do you want to tell people how to get in touch, where to find us, and all that good stuff?
1: So, firstly, oh. guys... <laughs> <laughs> plug, plug. <laughs> uh, firstly, I just want to say thanks again to this part of the show. If this is the first time you've tuned in, don't forget to hit that subscribe button. It means that this show will get sent to you every single week uh secondly is one thing we haven't done in a very long time but we're going to be bringing it back very soon uh is reviews we keep getting reviews in and we're going to start reading them out on the show just keep going i right i'm gonna do one now oh wow okay um <laughs> and we're gonna bring that back we used to read the reviews out the top of the show so if you haven't left us that review yet if you can head over to the podcast app uh, on your Apple device uh, you can leave us reviews elsewhere but predominantly we get them from the podcast app on Apple Uh, head over leave us a review let us know why you listen to the show it's a great opportunity for you to plug your business Um, so we're going to start reading those out at the top of the show because we enjoyed it we don't know why we stopped it so go and do that Harry are you ready? Long or short? Long Okie dokie so this was 3rd of June (laughs) by
0: Oi Oi Goat Boy (laughs) interesting insightful and honest I've just finished listening to the entire back catalogue of episodes I too am the director of a new business and I'm personally more of a creative than a business person but I'm learning I can safely say that this podcast has been a big contributing factor to my learning over the past couple of months and has kept my ears informed and entertained having listened through the journey that Adam and Harry have been through over the last few years I have taken from their conversations business knowledge, strategy, software recommendations, reading material and general tips and tricks. My business, Design and Making Limited, is a specialized fabrication and design studio. So although not in the same field as the expert trades, the information has been totally transferable and welcome. Keep up the good work and I look forward to getting some more content from you when your new shows start,
1: Jack jack thank you so much for taking the time to leave us that review absolutely best of luck with the business uh, love the plug and that's what you guys need to do if you've listened to this make sure that you plug your business whatever you're working on go and leave us that five-star review we're going to read it out on a future show if you have any questions for us super simple to get in touch just email startup diary at nbs.fm That's startupdiary at nbs.fm. We're running low on questions, so it will definitely be read out in the next few weeks. Fire that in. We'd love to answer it. If we can't, we'll find someone that can. On that note, we're going to wrap it up. Thank you so much for spending the last 50 minutes with us. Have a great week, guys, and we'll see you next time.